to NCMMA Radio. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of NC MMA Radio. This is your host, Tyson Roush. You can follow the show, ncmmaradio.com, on Instagram and Twitter, ncmma underscore radio. This episode, we got a great guest, arguably one of the best pound-for-pound fighters in the world, UFC 222, Frankie the Answer Edgar. Frankie, Tyson, what's up, man? Tyson, what's up, man? How you doing? Dude, I'm doing great, man. Thank you for your time, because I know you're super busy as you get ready for this fight. No, no worries. My pleasure. Well, Frankie, before we talk about your fight, man, if anybody follows you on social media, a member in your household has been taking the mats. So what's it like watching your son out there, man? Uh, it's awesome. You know, uh, be able to share the sport of wrestling with my kid is, uh, is something that's uh, very dear to me. Um, you know, I think wrestling is a, is a sport that can teach kids something, uh, you know, something that, that not many sports can. So I, I'm, uh, I'm lucky that he's into it. Now, do you sit there like you're getting ready to go out there and help him teach like hands on, or is it hard for you to like to sit back and not say anything? You know, I'm I'm in I'm in the club, I'm in the room with them and stuff, but uh, you know, I let my buddies do more of the teaching, but I definitely give him some pointers. You know, at times I don't think he wants to hear from me <laughs> as much as the other guys. Yeah, another thing you notice is you know you you also corner some members of your team like Marlon Moraes and BJ Young. Is that something that you enjoy doing? For sure, you know, especially guys like that that uh you know they help me out. I want to help them out. You know, I could see myself, you know, doing this in the in the future. So, um, you know, I'll I'll do it as as much as I can. Now, you are you as analytical as Mark Henry is? No, I don't think anybody's as analytical as Mark Henry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if anybody knows you and knows him, man. He studies film. He's super analytical, and you know, he's been with you your entire career. What? How could you describe your relationship with him? Me and Mark, man, we're we're like uh, we're like family, you know. He's like a big brother to me. He's, uh, you know, he's been been with me every step of the way. I'm super fortunate to have him. Uh, you know, we're, we're like a family. And do you ever wonder when he sleeps, man? Because he has you, Edson, Eddie. Uh, when he has so many guys, how does he sleep, man? When, when does that happen? I don't think he sleeps. <laughs> to be honest with you, he's uh, he's uh, he's always burning that candle, man. Uh, you know, I get texts from him at you know all times of the night. He's uh, you know, whether it's technique or, or you know, just motivational stuff, he's always, always on, on top of us. You know, and Frankie, I've had a chance to interview pretty much all of your team, and they all have so much respect for you, your drive, your determination, your work ethic. Is that something you take a lot of pride in? Yeah, you know, I mean, the way you do anything is the way you do everything. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I try to do things the right way, just so I have no regrets. And, uh, you know, I try, you know, I think my teammates, they they, they feel that way too, and, Anytime I can set an example for them is always a plus, you know, and not only for them, but for my kids as well. And the one thing you notice, too, it seems like it's a family environment, man. Like, if say, if you fight on Saturday, you're back in there on Monday helping somebody out, or if Edson does, he's there. Is that something that you guys that helps you guys flourish? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we got each other's backs. We're actually in there. You know, if we're, not, we're not physically in there with them, but emotionally and, and mentally we're in there with each other. And, uh, you know, we always try to, you know, build each other up. And, and that helps, you know. I mean, it's an individual sport, but you need a team, a solid team around you. Yeah, no doubt, man. It's paying off. I mean, your team is just rolling right now. And, you know, Frankie, over the last, like, two years, it seems like trash talking is kind of getting guys fights and stuff like that. It seems like 
it's almost getting you out of your shell a little bit. Is that something that you enjoy doing, or is it more like you want to have like your efforts get you the big fights? Yeah, I'd rather just uh, my my I let my actions speak for me. Um, you know, I, I'll definitely you know throw a dig in there here and there if someone's saying something about me, and you know if I can maybe make light of a situation and, and uh, this and that. But for the most part, I'd rather just let my uh, my fighting do talking. Yeah, man, and you know you talking about your fighting. You know the, your last fight when we talked. You know you fought Yair Rodriguez. I mean, you dominated, man. Did you feel vindicated? Because it seems like a lot of fans, or maybe some fans, started to doubt you a little bit. They said, oh, you know, Yair Rodriguez is the new breed, all this stuff. And then you just put a, you know, beating on him. Did you feel vindicated by that? Uh, you know, I, I mean, you know I, I've been doubted my whole career. So I'm not really, uh, you know, too surprised when people doubt me. You know, first I was too small. Now I'm too old or, you know, past my prime. And, you know, none of that really phases me. I go in there and just, just do, do my job, you know, uh, there's there's fights where you know I'm supposed to win, not supposed to win. I still approach it the same. Yeah, and does that fuel you though? Like all this, because you see, I mean, like you said, your work ethic is crazy, and it's just you're constantly driving. Like we see at Nicotones, man, your workouts are just relentless. Does this doubt or maybe criticism fuel you more? Uh, you know, I, I mean, I think just the, the, the fact that I want to win is what fuels me. But it is, I'll be honest, it is nice to shut people up and prove people wrong. Um, and I feel like I've been doing that since the beginning. Like I said, first was I was too small and and this and that, and now, you know, I'm a little bit past my prime or whatever they want to say now. And it, it adds a little motivation, but, you know, for me, I put enough pressure on myself to, to want to succeed. So, you know, that, that that's usually my main goal, just want to win every fight I'm in. Yeah, so you come off that impressive performance, you get the title shot that we all know you deserve, and then you get hurt, man. And you fought with ridiculous injuries before. How hard was it for you to pull out of the, the, the title fight? Yeah, it was tough. You know, there's nothing I really could do. It was out of my hands. Um, you know, broken orbital, just, you know, there's just no way it was going to, you know, get go down. So that that, that definitely sucked. It was, I was depressed for a bit, you know, and then here we are again. I, I get the title fight again, and then they go, and and I get, and now, now Matt gets hurt. So it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like Groundhog Day all over again. And, and um, unfortunate, but, you know, that's the way it goes. You know, sport's not easy, and, you know, sometimes you prepare, you get injured, and, you know, luckily, I'm I'm able to stay on the card and fight Brian Ortega. Yeah, and you're fighting Brian Ortega. And the minute that was announced, a lot of fans were surprised that you, you wanted to take this fight instead of not wait for the title fight. What was your mindset behind that? I just want to fight. You know, I haven't fought since May. You know, time, time's ticking. You know, I, I'm not getting any younger. And I'll never get these months back. And, I, you know, I feel good. I, I have a great camp. I have a great camp going into this fight. And, you know, I want to showcase my skills. You know, fighters fight. And that's what I want to do. I just want to go in there and, you know, show everybody what I've been working on. And, and you've been in so many big fights, man, title fights. I mean, you, you've done it all with your career. Do you feel any extra pressure with this fight just to try to, you know, obviously to stay on the card, but just knowing that you have to win to keep in a title hunt? Uh, there's always pressure for me. I put tremendous pressure on myself because, like I said, I, I don't want to lose whether it's my first fight ever, my title fight, you know, a, a grudge match, you know, whatever it is, I want to win and, you know, the pressure is always going to be the same. Yeah, okay. And, you know, UFC 222, what should fans expect out of Frankie Edgar as you head into this fight? You know, what I always do, man, I'm going to come, I'm going to be in his face, I'm going to be looking to score, I'm going to be looking to finish this guy and, you know, get him out there, uh, you know, before, before the, the final bell, uh, you know, rings. Um, I prepared the right way like I do every single time, and I'm ready to get the job done. Yeah, and my, my last question for you is, you know, you're a very popular fighter, man, all, over, all across the world, but especially in New Jersey. And, and what I noticed, man, you always take time to take pictures, sign autographs for fans. Just You're always in the community. You're always in the area. 
that's something that you're a lot, you take a lot of pride in. That's something that makes you feel good to say, listen, I'm giving back to my community. I'm giving back to my fans. Yeah, you know, they're the reason that that I get to do what I do for a living, you know. And if it wasn't for the fans, we wouldn't have the sport. So, you know, you got to give back to people that that are that are kind of you know giving themselves to you. You know, they're they're sitting there watching us and and giving us a fan base that makes this possible. That, that I get to do this for a living. So, anytime a fan uh, wants to, wants a picture and autograph, I always oblige. Yeah, you do, man. I can see that firsthand, man. You get swarmed, and it's like no problem. I got everybody. And last but not least. Frankie, you have a ton of fans, obviously, at Nicotones, that, you know, we always looking forward to this fight. Do you have a message for all your fans and supporters? Just, you know, thanks for following along, you know, all these years. And, uh, you know, we're going to take this trip one more time, go in there, get a win, and, and you know, work for that title. You know, I haven't lost sight on, on my goal of being a two-way champion. And, you know, here's a bump in the road and get it done, and, and we'll work toward that next, next shot at the title. Well, Frankie, first of all, thank you for your time, man. I definitely appreciate it. Best of luck, kick some ass. We're all looking forward to this fight. Tyson, my pleasure, bro. Anytime. Thank you. Have a good night, man. You too. All right. Frankie, the answer, Edgar, UFC 222. Great fight, March 3rd against Brian Ortega. So we thank Frankie for his time. We thank you for listening. Check out the show, ncmmaradio.com, and we'll talk to you next time. elegancia de una nota precisa. El Lexus ES es una sinfonía de tecnología. Conduce con precisión, en total armonía. Vive una sinfonía de tecnología con el Lexus ES y el ES híbrido con Lexus Safety System Plus que viene estándar. Arriende el ES 350 del 2018 por 339 al mes por 36 meses con 3.999 al firmar. Vive lo extraordinario en tu concesionario Lexus. Llama al 1-800-USA-LEXUS para detalles de la oferta y precio. No todos califican. Oferta válida solo en la zona este y termina el 28 de febrero de 2018.